Hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast for 10x startup and innovation success. I'm here today with a very interesting and uh, accomplished person, uh, Naveen Lakur. He is a serial author. He has authored three books and he's the founder and chief innovation coach at the Institute of Inspiring Innovation, the Triple I. And what I loved about uh, him uh, when I listened to his talk at the Youth Entrepreneurship Summit was he talked about creativity and innovation as inseparable twins, which is uh, the title of his book. And uh, he has uh, a very inspiring quotes from his uh, another book, A Little Extra. And uh, it's just a one line quote, but it is very heavy. He posts it regularly. Please check out his profile. Uh, and I have a lot of interest in his third book, The uh, Found, a book for ideation. Uh, we will talk about that and a lot more today. Thank you, Naveen, uh, for uh, agreeing to come on the podcast and a warm welcome to you. Thank you very much and uh, my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> Great. Uh, so Naveen, I just cannot hold my enthusiasm, but I really have to ask you about your uh, three books. They just, uh, I, I'm a book author myself and I really find uh, your book ideas extremely appealing and very, very memorable. So can you tell me a little bit about each of your books? I, I just cannot wait. My very first book is by name, uh, Inseparable Twins. Uh, Inseparable Twins is an interesting book. Uh, it's a book um, as a business advisory uh, book, but um, it's interesting for the simple reason when my mentor asked me, who's this book for? I, mm -hmm. I said, it's for everybody. Then he said, if it is everybody, then it's nobody. No, uh -huh. Then I had to scratch my head and think about, he said, you have to define your target audience. Mm -hmm. um, uh, just the way that any any entrepreneurial venture would have uh, the need to identify the target audience. Mm -hmm. So I had to do that, even though the concept itself was uh, meant for everyone. But I think uh, eventually I chose that it has to be youth. And, um, and he asked me, why youth? I said, uh, you know, they are the people, if they get inspired and they innovate or uh, choose to become entrepreneurs, then the whole world will benefit. So uh, that's how I chose um, uh, youth as the target audience. But however, when I interacted with uh, several uh, interesting people who have gone through, who have been creative, who have achieved significant results in their life. Um, so one of them being a chairman of uh, uh, multiple banks. Uh, so uh, he said, why are you saying this is for the youth? Um, this in fact, uh, is for uh, senior professionals within the large corporates too. As uh, executives, we don't get to get to see both sides of the coin. Right. The book itself is about paired principles, two mm -hmm. things coming together. They mm -hmm. are whole and complete by themselves, but when they come together, they unleash new power. Like creativity and innovation are yeah. like two, two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. But when they come together, they unleash new power. So 12 paired principles came into this book. Mm -hmm. And then um, uh, Mr. TKK Bhagwat, who um, was also uh, IMF representative from India um, into the International Monetary Fund. So he said, uh, I wouldn't write a blurb for this unless you, he insisted that it has to be even for executives, huh. uh, just not for the youth. Mm. Uh, I had a 
big problem now. So he liked <laughs> the book and uh, he says uh, he wouldn't uh, write the blurb if I don't call it for executives too. So I was sharing this with uh, Mr. Ranganathan, another mentor of mine. And uh, he was instrumental to create a Entrepreneur of the Year Award program of uh, EY. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Um, he's dealt with so many entrepreneurs, phenomenal uh, people around the world. And he, when I shared this problem with him, he said, it's a good problem to have. Why not um, uh, we give a thought about it? Then uh, he came back and said, he had an idea. And he said, why not call this book for the young minds? Mm. So irrespective of the age, yeah, if yeah. the mind is young, Right. And wants to uh, learn and wants to be inspired, wants to go do something with it. uh, Then uh, this book is for them. So when I went back to Mr. T.K.K. Bhagwat and said, you know, this book is for young minds. He loved it because he's a senior person by himself. And he said, uh, okay, he started feeling he's young. And (laughs) he wrote a beautiful blurb for it. (laughs) This is my first book, uh, Inseparable Twins. Mm-hmm. And also to me, this is special for the simple reason uh, that, you know, I also dedicated this book for social cause. So every book today is feeding two meal in a midday meal program for the underprivileged uh, members. And it's also since it was dedicated uh, for social cause, um, you know, organizations such as National Association for Blind and uh, a water project, they uh, you know, the dairy project in a sustainable village. So they've all used this as a resource um, to reach out to the corporate world or uh, to the youth and aspiring entrepreneurs. And the proceeds of it is uh, helped in these projects and it continues to. So um, it's also going to be, it's translated into another Indian regional language, Kannada. In next few months, it's going to be released uh, soon. And maybe many more languages. Mm-hmm. Um, so hope uh, that it touches many lives yeah excellent excellent so the, the, you know it reminds me of his uh, a new genre of companies they're called zebra companies they are meant to create social value and they're also meant yeah. to uh, have a good business model so yes. this uh, book represents that model i know that you're still giving everything to proceeds but still uh, uh, this is amazing it has a yeah. uh, great value so how, what about your next book what was your second book and uh, how did it come to be second book uh, is by name found mm-hmm. um, found interestingly is uh, a book for uh, smart people mm-hmm. uh, smart people do not have the problem of not having ideas right. um, and uh, in fact they have a bigger problem mm-hmm. of uh, too many ideas <laughs> and uh, that is not easy. <laughs> yes, it's actually yes. stressful. Yes. And uh, I've dealt with uh, so many aspiring entrepreneurs as a serial entrepreneur, but turned innovation coach um, mm-hmm. and uh, mentored uh, many entrepreneurs. Uh, mm-hmm. Having gone through so many ideas, validating, um, I'd created few intellectual properties which could uh, help in mm-hmm. quickly uh, you know, evaluating an idea if it had business sense in it, because not all ideas have business in it. Right. At the same time, I also believe no idea is a bad idea. If only you know how to classify them and then accordingly take uh, charge and, uh, you know, utilize them. 
so no idea is a bad idea if only you know how to classify right so like that and also what is the method to this madness when people are brimming with so many ideas smart right. people that's what happens mm-hmm. so how do you distill that how do you pick uh, an idea which has a winning potential that's the acronym uh, for uh, the process the framework mm-hmm. called uh, found mm-hmm. um, and these three ips became a part of my book called found mm-hmm. and where um, you know uh, you know in amongst so many ideas the thoughts which are there Mm-hmm. how do you pick that you know celebrate uh, the idea that you found that's the whole objective and it's the golden rose when you find it because we all fall in love with our ideas but yeah. what if it is a golden rose that's the whole concept of uh, the book found mm-hmm. and um, being part of um, as a mentor for founder institute and being uh, uh, you know mentoring many uh, entrepreneurs all around the world so we've got so much of an exposure to uh, uh, the challenges that the entrepreneurs go through the the pressure that they go through with the ideas that they bring in their mind and um, what if there is a method to that madness and why not this framework which will help people to um, you know take their winning idea and make it successful Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you, do you go through the entire innovation cycle in this or uh, you are more uh, in the initial phase when uh, you, you know, founders are uh, picking the ideas? All this as a book for ideation. So mm-hmm. this is a book for ideation where innovation itself to me uh, comes in three phases. Uh-huh. The first phase uh, is about uh, inspiration. Uh-huh. The second phase, inspiration is the phase where you figure out uh, the right problem uh, that is worth solving and you know you should be inspired to really uh, solve that problem and and so on so that is the first phase but once you have that the second um, phase is about ideation a lot of uh, startups entrepreneurs skip this idea because they're so inspired they get into the third phase which is incubation so they start building an idea they miss this piece of um, uh, ideation and hence um, it contributes to a lot of ideas which do not actually survive um, so mm-hmm. this book is meant for that incidentally it went on to uh, be recognized as a four international award winning book mm-hmm. and it's been ranked as the best book in the entrepreneurship category in usa oh wow fantastic i'll definitely get a copy of it <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this um, drill of ideation. Um, uh, I'm I'm trying to cover parts of it in my second book, the solution book. Um, sure. the, so uh, uh, we we cover a few templates. So is your book in a template format, or you give case studies, or what is it like? Both. Um, I'm yes. a storyteller, uh, so uh-huh. I like telling stories, and uh, you know the business story. It's uh, filled with well, the frameworks are there. Right. Um, it is simple, and this has come out of practice. It's not. Uh, I'm a practitioner. Um, I'm not an academician. So, uh, having gone through building companies, and also helping mentoring um, many ideas to have become commercial realities worldwide. Sure. Um, the, there's a lot of learning out of mm-hmm. that learning, mm-hmm. and uh, seeing what are the aspects which could fr- fall into uh, a method, and uh, mm-hmm. that is how the models and frameworks which has come so this book has frameworks models and stories parables uh, 
and the real life uh, stories um, and my own uh, experiences all put together and five stories of those people who have been there uh, done that awesome awesome who is listening to the podcast please check out the book um, it will save you a lot of time and effort in uh, picking the right idea if you're bubbling with inspiration and ideas so uh, what what is the story of your third book that looks very interesting i love your quotes by the way i looked at the quote it's amazing <laughs> yeah it's uh, uh, it's interesting again uh, for the simple reason uh, uh, we live in a twitter world uh, today right you know so um uh, less is more so uh, the challenge that i had is how do i communicate powerful messages especially with respect to building mindsets right, right. you know so the little extra is the uh, title of the book and uh, a little extra for extraordinary results mm-hmm. everybody aspires for extraordinary results and yes. generally people think uh, um you need to do extraordinary things for extraordinary results right. but actually right. uh the secret is uh, what it takes is just a little extra mm. and uh, the whole idea of uh, demystifying that helping people to build that right mindset of a little extra mindset you know and um, uh, how the distinction between ordinary and extraordinary um, mm. is uh, is what is brought out in this um, book uh, okay. there are uh, it's it's a quotes a book of illustrations Mm-hmm. um so it took uh, it's a effort of last uh, uh, 12 years now uh, mm-hmm. it took 10 years for it to become a book uh, so mm-hmm. uh, well the concept is so simple and uh, hardly there's anything uh, that i had to write a lot but actually it took a lot of effort not to write yet communicate just <laughs> like a f- a very compressed formula for success right like yeah uh, so with the other books you have expressed uh, stories and parables and models and frameworks uh, but in in here you're it's just that one sentence it has to say everything so uh, yes. i i i see that so you've come at uh, innovation from different uh, different angles which is amazing so you know that uh, brings me to uh, my next question what do you think is innovation what is innovation according to you um innovation according to me is uh, three simple things mm-hmm. one is about creating something new mm-hmm. second mm-hmm. doing something different mm-hmm. or making something better ah exactly mm. as simple as these three mm-hmm. so in a way um, innovation that potential is there in all of us it's just right. that many of us think it is uh, meant for uh, people who are uh, you know specialists and so on so the whole idea is uh, how do we democratize this mm-hmm. how do we put it into everybody's hand and mm-hmm. um, and that's when uh, it is important that you know the values have to come together so in my book inseparable twins the very first chapter opens with values and innovation they are inseparable twins one mm-hmm. without the other is incomplete maybe they are whole and complete by themselves but uh, it unleashes new power right you know innovation is very powerful uh, right. you you know you need to every entrepreneur mm-hmm. need to be innovative it is uh, not an option uh, same way every corporate executive today if they are not innovative uh, then i think uh, it's a lost opportunity yeah. um and yeah. it's a survival uh, uh, 
aspect today mm-hmm. and uh, uh, but innovation by itself could be dangerous if only you know how to really bring values uh, yeah. to the forefront or uh, centered around uh, uh, for your innovation mm-hmm. then it becomes very meaningful so um, it's important so the throughout in all the three books or in my coaching or teaching Mm-hmm. uh i bring uh, human values to the forefront uh for all the things that we need to do front uh awesome. for all the things that we need to do awesome awesome great awesome great so uh you know i was looking at your profile uh you've uh, you've had a very uh, diverse um, experience skill set i think you've been hands on as a developer and then uh, you've done uh, worked as a business analyst uh, you've had a variety of roles you've also guided uh, you know venture capitalists and uh, you're uh, been advisor to founders so um, were you a restless person when you started your career or were you looking and thinking uh, this, this, uh, a lot of youth are going to listen to this um, trying to see if uh you know uh, you can uh, you can be a role model and you know uh, it's fine to be restless you know make that statement it's fine it's okay <laughs> absolutely actually um restlessness is a wonderful thing to have and uh, if uh, the thing is the little extra here would be with that restlessness you uh-huh. need to know how to channelize it if you exactly. channelize that restlessness phenomenal exactly. results are going to come Exactly. and those who are not restless um you need that extra inspiration so here you yeah. you already one step ahead you're already restless want to do something mm-hmm. and uh, if you are in a way you are inspired um yeah. it's just mm-hmm. that maybe you're aware or you're not aware um of your restlessness and how to channelize it exactly this is where i think uh, sometimes the coaches um, or the mentors would yeah. play a big role yeah um, or it is um, you know life has to teach in my case uh, life taught me the biggest teacher and the mentor has been my life itself so um, why do you, why do you say that uh, <laughs> why do you say that <laughs> <laughs> um in fact uh, uh yeah it's a story that you know where uh, i met with a freak accident and uh, lost both my eyes i was blind for a period Gosh. i was a written off case and a lot of uh, surgeries i went through on my eyes uh, close to 14 interventions gosh and uh, medically written off case um, and uh, but a lot of uh, effort by the doctor and he is an inspiration to me and the kind of effort that is put in and uh, but in in the way uh, that taught me a lot now i believe that i'm living a bonus life and uh, and this happened when with lot of energy enthusiasm and you have you are restless right you know so that with that when uh, catastrophe happens that teaches you quite a bit um mm-hmm. and uh, you know mm-hmm. so now if you look at inseparable twins these are as i said paired principles uh, they are uh, uh, like two eyes yeah. seeing uh, uh, one image in the third dimension right mm-hmm. so i get to see in a very different way so i am restless uh, even today continue to be restless because uh, um i understand the value of life and this is a bonus life and given by god 
so mm-hmm. i better do something in a way that it uh, touches inspires and enables many people around the world so uh, that's the whole objective and uh, it's just that now that you know the uh, channelizing is happening and uh, when the hand of uh, uh, god is there channelizing holding you and taking you then why fear yeah wow uh, this is truly inspiring uh, you you're definitely god's child um, so now i have to ask you um, you mentioned that you're looking at it from two eyes and then there is a third eye you know that brings me to the next question about shiva and shakti the yin yang is, yeah <laughs> is that is that what we're talking about or some or the brahma vishnu maheshwar or the concept the uh, age old uh, uh, metaphor for creativity oh yeah in fact uh, uh, i keep using this um, uh, the god the principle of god mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, to me all entrepreneurs or the product managers um, uh, they are god uh the simple is um, god has the three letters the g o d right, right. Uh, the g stands for the generator uh, mm-hmm. who is like the creator the uh, you know generation of ideas and creation of something so mm-hmm. that's the role of brahma right mm-hmm. and yes. then if you really look at uh, uh, o which is yeah. uh, o of god is operations Mm. and uh, the role of vishnu is all about operations uh, so it's uh, you know that is what uh, his role is and then the d is the disruptor so mm-hmm. that is the disruption is uh, done by uh, shiva yeah. oh. so if you see even at god level they have roles responsibilities very well defined and exactly. there are three roles mm. in the journey of entrepreneurship or a product right the creation yes. the generation the operations and uh, the disruption so uh, if you don't disrupt somebody else will the market will and yes. uh, so you have to reinvent yourself and you know keep pivoting find new ways so the three things are very important and gods are teaching us um, so are we open are we learning right mm-hmm. and another thing like the inseparable twins right the two faces of the same coin yeah what we spoke just now about is the, the generator the operator the destroyer or the disruptor right, right. but right. actually behind they are in the front so the brahma the vishnu and the maheshwar they are in the front actually yeah. if you see there is the other side other side of uh, brahma is what is his role his role is all about creation what do you need for creativity and creation you need knowledge and who's his wife is the better yeah. half is yeah. saraswati goddess of mm. knowledge mm. right and yes. look at the pairing the combination mm. that is what makes it work uh, right and yeah. it is about uh, operations for operations the biggest thing that an entrepreneur need to be looking at is uh, cash flow you know yeah. uh, what are you doing with uh, the money the you know beat fundraising to uh, revenue generation to uh you know the expense management to write investments so it's about operations and for that cash flow and who is uh, vishnu's uh, wife so if uh, he is the operator who's uh, vishnu's wife uh, shri lakshmi. lakshmi so lakshmi mm-hmm. is uh, goddess of wealth and mm-hmm. uh, when you have uh, goddess of wealth as partner then what else um, uh, you know you ask for you know the best combination is that 
and uh, then if you move to disruption what do you need for disruption the destruction the disruption so there um, the constructive way of uh, destruction is disruption so that's the reason i'm using uh, disruption and sure. uh, for disruption mm-hmm. you need power mm. and if you really look at who is his wife his wife the better half is uh, shakti shakti, shakti means power shakti. right yes yes yeah yes. and and if you see the combination they are inseparable twins if you see brahma and the uh, saraswati uh, vishnu and uh, lakshmi yeah. and uh, if you see uh, shiva and parvati the shakti, parvati, shakti. Uh, they are uh, they are inseparable twins in their own ways and you know when they come together and they are clear these are the three phases that they need to go through and uh, you know uh, so there is a lot of teaching learning and this to me as part of creativity and and the third eye that you spoke about yes. actually means vision oh, right yes. the difference yes. i paid a very big price to know the difference between sight and vision i didn't know the difference earlier mm. uh, today um when one of the conversation uh, with william miller william mm. is among the top uh, 30 thought leaders in the world he started stanford research institute's innovation program mm-hmm. and uh, we are co-founders of uh, the company by name value centered innovation enablement services so it says life work and he studied uh, 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 cultures and uh, you know being a master of uh, innovation the process and uh, so one day when we had a meeting um and I, he was asking me about uh, my experience in an ashram that i visited uh, mm-hmm. so so he asked me when i told him my experience he said avin do you know the difference between sight and vision mm-hmm. and uh, you know because the message to me that day from my guru was that you know i only lost sight but to gain vision so i was granted by vision so i didn't know i used to use sight and vision interchangeably and mm. it should it would still make uh, sense it was like synonym to me mm. but uh, that day william asked me this question saying do you know the difference between sight and vision then mm. it stuck me it was like a jolt and uh, it took 3 days for it to sink in my mind as to knowing the difference between mm. that sight and uh, vision good so to me uh, sight was something which is definite in shape size color distance at any given point in time yeah and yeah. vision had no boundaries it yeah. could see somewhere out there in the other planet or deep inside your heart so that's yeah. the power of vision mm. then i realized if it is so powerful and um, i realized you know vision is required it's so essential for every product yeah vision is an essential for uh, every entrepreneurial initiative and yeah. vision is a necessity for an entrepreneur yeah every enterprise needs vision right mm-hmm. and every leader mm-hmm. differentiates through vision vision exactly. is about seeing the future state right if mm-hmm. it is so powerful then uh, why not um, if i have paid such a big price why not help others to understand the difference and the power of it and how do you build that capacity to see that future state or uh, you know uh, to inspire people 
to be part of that uh, journey and uh, hence uh, one of my favorite topics when i teach and coach uh, on creativity and innovation as inseparable twins right um, i do bring you know how vision mission as uh, inseparable twins right you know and mm-hmm. how values play a very big role and so so these are all the life teachings of mine now i offer it uh, to be it in the corporates uh, for executives um, or uh, for entrepreneurs um, that is both entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs um, i engage and enable them so that uh, they can lead a powerful uh, uh, you know not just the life but making making it impactful to the society awesome awesome, awesome. this is a great uh, transformational uh, uh, analogy uh, vision and sight um, how to how to make your vision become a sight that is dream into reality <laughs> that could be another <laughs> take on that but you know that's yes. very, that's very uh, uh, you know clear a very person with clear vision he can literally see the product as it's supposed to be he knows the requirement yes. so, absolutely uh, they need to develop that you know it's not uh, an option maybe yeah. it is happening to people yeah. they are not conscious about it now right. that is where uh, if you can uh, put that effort consciously right. it would uh, make much more uh, uh, impactful awesome yeah so this uh, your know, whole effort of bringing in these ideas into uh, conscious practice i i guess that's what your job as a coach is so, so my next question is um, you know what are your challenges uh, when you bring your ideas um, into practice in a large corporation what are some of the challenges you faced because there uh, the kind of accountability is different you, you're in a large corporation and there's already a steady stream of income you're going in there and you have accountability like you know only so much about the organization you don't work there what are some of the things uh, challenges you face and what are some of the best practices developed over time um Uh, see those challenges that what you said actually right. acts as a, a strength uh, for me because mm-hmm. i don't know so much more about their organization um, i'm not confined uh, with my thinking ah right 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 it, right, it right opens up and uh, then uh, the possibilities opens up otherwise mm-hmm. um, i would have a ceiling the glass mm-hmm. ceiling uh, uh, is too frequently i'll be hitting so that's the advantage of not being a part of it and you're outside so hence i can see the blind spots a lot better um, yeah. and uh, here yeah. when i go into the corporates uh, my role is to uh, enable people there um, it's not go replace them it is to enable mm. them mm. so uh, so i bring a different perspective and uh, help them to uh, take new initiatives mm. uh, the best resource an organization can have Mm-hmm. is a uh, uh, human resource uh, in yes. fact um, that's the most valuable resource unfortunately uh, the resource and my other mentor um, uh, did mention this saying you know when i was getting a few sessions of mentorship with mr narayan murthy of uh, founder of uh, co-founder of infosys mm-hmm. so uh, when we were having conversations um he said uh, one thing very beautifully oh all our assets walk back home in the evening he meant people right you know so the 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 asset the real asset is people um and unfortunately if you really look at it human resource 
uh, in the financial terms uh, right. would be more as a liability because they are on the expense side. Yeah, that's unfortunate. If only, if only. <laughs> Yeah. No, but there is an opportunity because of that unfortunate. Mm. There is a way uh, that, you know, we'll, uh, the way to move from that uh, quadrant of uh, liability to an asset, as uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the book says, right, you know, and Robert Kiyosaki beautifully says, can we put in that little extra effort to see how to move that um, into an asset side? That mm. is where uh, uh, the inquiry started for me in my mind and, uh, and realized that if only we can make our human resource, uh, equip them with intellectual capacity mm. in a way that you know, they should become human capital mm. with the ability to create intellectual capital. Mm. Then we create intangibles, right? As an yeah. asset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, we move that whole liability should be moved into the asset side of it. And for that, you need catalysts. And you need that awareness within the organization, the culture, the mindset, the openness. And it's not an option for companies not to be innovating. If you really look at uh, uh, the top um, 100 companies uh, in the world, uh, those who are are in uh, in the stock market listed, Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have even started introducing uh, innovation as part of their tagline with their logo, right? Yes. It is yes. that important. Yes. And second yes. factor is those who have demonstrated innovation capabilities in multiple domains right. um, have differentiated themselves against those who have not. In yes. the stock market terms, 5.5x more value. Market cap is 5.5x more than those who have got only more revenue and uh, not much of innovation happening. So even the corporates are realizing uh, that, you know, they they need uh, that catalyst and and external, um, you know, intervention uh, with the broader perspectives and new perspectives to uh, bring in and uh, and. Those which are challenges that you mentioned are, uh, if you turn it around, uh, that could be uh, the advantages um, uh, here. So that's exactly what I'm going through and doing. So um, that uh, seems to be your, uh, you know, one of the current uh, engagements at, as a chief innovation coach at your Institute of Inspiring Innovation. Is that correct? You, you are yeah. currently also a part of uh, value-centered innovation enablement. Uh, services. Yes. So, uh, how different are these roles, and uh, uh, you know, um, in in these two different organizations? Um, I'm a founder of uh, uh, Institute of Inspiring Innovation, mm-hmm. and uh, with uh, my as a co-founder and uh, responsibility to support uh, value-centered innovation. So, right. kind of again. Um, tried and made it as inseparable twins in a way. They are whole and complete by <laughs> themselves. Right. <laughs> so, and uh, I'm adding a little extra to to see how these two uh, can come together and found uh, opportunity. So these are three titles of the, my book, which is falling into uh, into place. Right. While I'm doing these uh, sessions, um, for example, uh, uh, with uh, uh, Dell R&D teams, when I was doing this uh, out of the box thinking workshop, mm-hmm. and you, 
see everybody aspires to think out of the box and and you know in fact the one of the most highly used phrase during the uh, appraisal time uh, is that oh you need to think out of the box yeah exactly. but nobody is telling what it means and uh, how to go about it right so right, right. so here i created a model which mm-hmm. is a framework and uh, a model for helping people to know themselves and collaborate better by thinking out of the box and for that i use uh, 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 an assessment psychometric assessment which vci provides the value centered innovation enablement services provides mm. so um, so that is an ip very powerful uh, it's like a mirror of your uh, thinking so mm. your innovative innovative thinking styles would be known and with that it's like intel inside i have designed a computer which could help you uh, by uh, going through that whole process you would mm-hmm. understand uh, what out of the box thinking would mean mm-hmm. what thinking first of all would mean and how do you think out of the box and um, how do you use that to generate ideas so dell here in um, uh, r&d uh, teams mm-hmm. have utilized this and and you know they've helped it has helped them to generate many ideas and uh, you know fantastic uh, contribution so they rock so uh, this is how both institute of inspiring innovation and uh, value centered innovation in a way collaborate mm-hmm. um, so institute of inspiring innovation front ends designs programs um, and uh, delivers we'll um, we leverage on um, uh, the psychometric analysis and uh, uh, the profiling Uh, of what vci value centered innovation provides awesome it's uh, it's really challenging to develop uh, uh, you know a metric psychometric uh, uh, you know ip like that uh, it must it must have taken a lot of time and effort and it's commendable that you're bringing it together with your triple i um, you know institute of In- inspiring innovation uh, i've seen those you know worked with some of those and um, there are so many ways to come at it you know uh, uh so what kind of uh, personality types um, or is it something you can talk about or you um, don't want to talk about uh, <laughs> no, there are uh, several, several types uh, the, again i said said uh, value centered innovation enablement services vci in short right, has created right. uh, several of these different kinds of psychometric tests one from thinking styles another Think- one from mm-hmm. human values human. another one from the process side you know where uh, within the process what is your uh, area that you would be able to contribute so uh, there are many different uh, ones that we have uh, created and this is life work of william miller sure. and uh, and and uh, in triple i have designed programs and putting frameworks uh, in a way that we can uh, enable more people so we want to enable a million people around the world in the next 5 years that's our vision at triple mm-hmm. uh, i so uh, so this is a uh, interesting and a unique uh, combination coming together to make it uh, uh, powerful and uh, uh, you know make it meaningful to people awesome awesome this is a tremendous vision uh, enabling uh, a million people all over the world the world uh, needs uh, people like you uh, we'll call you coaches or gurus <laughs> who can enable people to create uh, to reach the next level uh, yeah i was thinking uh, you know i worked with some emerging market uh, student entrepreneurs and uh, 
I have worked with uh, some uh, founders here at Stanford and uh, I uh, totally agree with you. It is so important to know the personality of the founder you're dealing with. Like I worked with doctors and write, uh, just uh, literature majors, you know, they are also creating amazing companies uh, in the content side. And uh, unless I figured out their personality, I've had so many uh, uphill journeys to make. And once I understood how they operate, it's so much easier. So I think uh, your IP will definitely show a light to a lot of founders. So with that, uh, um, any parting thoughts? We're, we almost reached the end of our podcast. Anything you want to uh, share as a takeaway? I know another tremendous insights you have, you could keep sharing, but uh, any one takeaway for your audience? Um, there is uh, that potential to innovate in every one of us mm -hmm. and uh, it is essential to uh, translate that energy and even those especially uh, for the youth and the youngsters with a lot of energy and enthusiasm and restlessness right. uh, into something uh, uh, meaningful mm -hmm. and uh, something which will serve the society and make a difference. So mm -hmm. that potential is possible in every person. Mm -hmm. um, it's just that, uh, you know, you have to be a little extra and uh, oh, which you can. Awesome. I wish uh, very best to all the people who are uh, listening um, and uh, the, the world uh, actually uh, is a wonderful place and can be better if we all contribute meaningfully. Awesome, awesome, fantastic, especially during the troubled times we are in uh, with the corona outbreak. Uh, yes. We really need uh, people like you to empower innovation at various levels. Uh, we'll, I'll definitely take a look at your book, Found. I'm so intrigued and I'm going to look up uh, uh, the work you're putting in with value-centered innovation. Um, uh, it's, it seems like a great uh, direction to take. And uh, thank you so much, Naveen, for your uh, most valuable time. And uh, I hope we can stay in touch and do many more podcasts together. Thank you so much. Sure. Best wishes. Take care. Have a great day and life. Thank you.